folks. I'm Wound Care Karen. I'm a registered nurse with a passion for wound care. Today's episode is about how to clean a wound. So this episode is for you. If you have skin, then I'm your gal. So listen up. I want to review the proper way to clean your wound at home or a loved one's wound if you're taking care of someone. But first, let's get the legal stuff out of the way. Here's my disclaimer. This podcast is for educational purposes only and is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or qualified healthcare professional. In fact, if you're being treated by a professional for a wound, please be sure to follow their advice. Do not run to them and say, well, wound care Karen said to do it this way because every case is different and I have not personally assessed your wound, so I cannot give you personal medical advice. And since my target is generally non-nurses and folks who are not in healthcare, I'm going to use more colloquial terms. So I'm gonna use the term germs. And when I say germs, I mean microscopic bacteria, viruses, yeast, and fungi that live on us and around us. It's just a lot easier to say germs. So let's get started. First, let me tell you a little bit about my background. I've been a nurse for 30 years and I've specialized in wound care for the past 20 of those years. I have worked in hospitals, clinics, home health, nursing homes, and even street medicine. So I've seen and treated a lot of wounds. Today's topic will focus on wound care done in your home or on the street or in the woods or on a boat or campground or wherever you may be. So I'm going to give several options with each step because I recognize that you may not have access to certain items. I see a lot of disparities when I work. For example, on Saturdays, I work home health. I go into people's homes and take care of them. And I've been in all kinds of homes. Last week, I visited a $4 million mansion. And then on Sundays, I volunteer at a homeless shelter, providing free wound care to folks who are experiencing homelessness. So I recognize that not everyone can just open up their iPhone and pull up the Amazon app and order wound care supplies, hit add to cart, And then the next day, a nice box shows up at their house. So I'm going to cast a wide net because I want to help as many people as I can. And please note, the wound care that I talk about today is non-emergency wound care. If you have just been stabbed or impaled or a large dog bit you or you've been shot or you have a bone sticking out of your skin, please seek emergency medical care right away, okay? So the usual rules of emergency care still apply. Now, before we get started, I strongly recommend that you get in the right headspace first. Wound care can be daunting. It can be exhausting, scary for some people, and even painful. So be sure to set aside plenty of time to do this. Don't rush this. And if the wound hurts, take a pain pill a half hour to an hour before changing the dressing. Be sure you have plenty of light to see the wound. Turn on some relaxing music or white noise if it helps to relax you or your loved one, okay? Now, take a deep breath. All right, you got this. The first step in cleaning your wound is to prepare a space. Now, ideally, a space near a source of clean running water is best. For example, your kitchen or your bathroom. But I also understand that perhaps you have mobility issues, so you're stuck in your bedroom or on your couch. 
So let's just try and make a space that you can get as clean as you can. If you're outside, the same concept. Just look for a flat, level surface that you can work on. So clear a space to work and clean it as best you can. If you have the advantage of sanitizing wipes, you can wipe down your counter or bedside table, etc. If not, just do your best to remove debris. Also, if you have a fur baby, aka pet, <laughs> please try to put them in another room. Pets are naturally curious and sometimes they like to <clears throat> help us. <laughs> so please try to keep them away when cleaning your wound and changing your dressing. If you have some type of absorbent pad, I suggest you lay that down. Now personally, I use pet pads. You know those pads you put down when you're training your puppy? I buy those because they're a lot cheaper than specific medical pads and they're even cheaper than incontinence pads and they're all the same darn thing, right? They help to create a clean surface and they absorb any spills and keep the counter or carpet clean. If you don't have those, you could also just use a clean towel, a handkerchief, or a few paper towels if you have them. So that is your clean surface that you're going to place your supplies on. And then I recommend that you have a trash can nearby or a bag that you can put your trash into. That's step two. You want to gather your supplies. The last thing you want to have to do is run all over your house or all over for your scissors or gloves or towel or anything you forgot. So let's try and have everything you need. Pay attention to the next few steps, then you'll get an idea of what you'll need to gather. Step three, and this is very important. After you've gathered all your items, now I want you to wash your hands. First, remove your jewelry. It's really hard to get your hands clean with rings on. Soap and water is best. But if you don't have access to running water, you can use an alcohol-based sanitizer or a wet wipe or a moist paper towel or something like that. If you're taking care of your own wound, you don't necessarily have to wear gloves. But if you're taking care of someone else's wound, I strongly recommend putting on gloves after you wash your hands. Gloves are available at most pharmacies, grocers, and even convenience stores. Step four, you've got your gloves on, your supplies are ready, so we're ready to clean your wound. The biggest question I get is, what do I clean my wound with? First, let me tell you what not to use. Please do not clean your wound with hydrogen peroxide, iodine, or alcohol. Yes, all of these items kill germs, but they also kill good cells too. It just doesn't know the difference. So it damages your skin and wound tissue and it damages your small blood vessels too. So if you clean your wound daily with peroxide or alcohol, you're actually slowing down the healing process. Now I know we did this in the past, we've all done it, and maybe your parents or grandparents are telling you to use these, but trust me, Scientific study after study after study has proven that these products have no use in wound care anymore. So what do you use? Well, the simplest answer is usually the best, mild soap and water. Now, when I say soap, I don't mean the antibacterial stuff like Lever 2000 or Dial Gold antibacterial. They're actually a little bit too harsh. I mean just mild, regular soap. If you don't have soap, plain water is fine too. If you're on the street or in the woods, just use your drinking water, pour it over the wound. If you want to use fancier stuff, like wound cleanser or saline wash, you can find those items in your pharmacy or online retailers. But keep in mind, they can get a bit pricey. 
So don't go broke using them when just plain soap and water will do. Now remember, we live in a capitalist society, so we are bombarded with advertisements all the time. Use this wound cleanser, it's better than that. Use this wound cleanser, it's better than that. Each one claims to be better than the other. Just because it costs more does not mean it's more effective or better. It's just a marketing strategy and they're trying to get you to buy their product. I've been a wound care nurse for 20 years and I use just plain soap and water at home. If you're near a sink, you can just soak the wound over the sink. Or if you've got a basin or large bowl or bucket, that will do too. If the wound has a dressing and you have to remove it first, just be really careful and gentle. You don't want to rip the skin taking off the bandage. If it sticks to the wound, just pour water on it to soak it for a few minutes before trying again to gently remove the bandage. If it continues to stick, sometimes you can gently use cotton-tipped applicator to pry the old dressing off. If you have access to wound gauze, you can moisten that and use that to gently clean the wound or cotton-tipped applicator if it's a small wound or paper towels if you have them. I wouldn't use bathroom tissue or facial tissue. They tear too easily and they leave little pieces of tissue behind. You could also use a clean washcloth or a clean handkerchief to just gently clean the wound. If you still see debris in the wound, try to remove it with cotton-tipped applicator or take a pair of tweezers, but first clean the tweezers with alcohol and then see if you can carefully remove the debris. Now, if you see bleeding, don't panic. Bleeding is very common and it's actually a good sign. All of your body's healing factors are located in the blood. So your body's just doing its job by sending healing factors to the wound bed. Simply apply some mild pressure to the bleeding site and hold it for a solid 60 seconds. Then check again. If it's still bleeding, then hold it for a total of five minutes, no peeking, and try and elevate the area if possible. Try and get it higher than the heart. If the wound is very deep, or if you see bleeding that pulsates and squirts out, like squirt, 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 okay, just apply a thick, dry bandage or a towel and secure it, and then call 911 or seek medical help right away. Keep the site elevated and remain calm. Now once the wound is clean, it's time to gently pat it dry with a clean, dry gauze or paper towel or a clean, dry washcloth. And you did it, you cleaned your wound. The next step is applying a dressing, and I'll cover that in a future episode. I really hope I helped you today. I hope I reinforced what you already knew, or perhaps you learned something. The skin is the largest organ in the body, and we all should know the proper way to take care of it. If you have a bunch of hydrogen peroxide or alcohol in your first aid kit, don't throw them out. They've got other uses in the home. For example, peroxide helps get blood stains out of clothes, and you can use alcohol to clean your tweezers and other personal care items but just don't use them on the skin. Folks, this podcast was recorded in my studio on the hill in San Antonio, Texas in April of 2023. It was written, produced, and edited by yours truly, and I did it all while making some pickled red beets and eggs. If you like what you heard, please leave me a five-star review. If you have a request for future content, please contact me at contact at woundcarekaren.com. And remember folks, time does not heal all wounds. So if that happens to you, please seek help from a wound care professional.